Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. How are you? So I want to really talk to you a little bit about media and publicity. And if you are a person that is a subject matter expert, a speaker, an author, someone who has information and expertise they want to share with the world, let's talk about how you can really get out there. Now, obviously, you can get out there by speaking. So speaking on platforms is really good. You can network. That's definitely great to do. And you can also create content on social media. So creating content on social media is really good too, because then you're really coming direct, direct face contact online with your target audience. But then there's always this nebulous media exposure. How do you get the media to really understand who you are, what you have to offer? So I'm Pam Perry. I am a career publicist for over three decades. Yes, that is so true. I started when I was just only five, right? And I have my company, Ministry Marketing Solutions, primarily for the last two decades, working with Christian authors and speakers, working with the likes of uh, gospel icons like Bishop T.D. Jakes, uh, Creflo Dollar, Taffley Dollar, also, Christian authors like Valerie Burton, Michelle McKinney Hammond, uh, very well-known uh, pastors, ministers, life coaches like Dr. Cindy Trim, Dr. Stacia Pierce. Love all of my clients. I just did a, a, re- a reel where I looked at some of the clients that I was thanking in 2010, and I was so grateful because they are doing so well now. They are like Max Siegel. I look at some of the uh, Charlotte Howard, how they are just doing so well financially, even during a pandemic. And so PR was a part of that to really help position you and promote you and really making sure that your brand stands the test of time. So 10 years from looking at people like I saw in my video, Kim Brooks, and I don't want to start naming names because I've worked with hundreds of authors over the years and um, speakers. And I'm just really proud of them and the work that they're doing in the world. This was way before social media became the thing, way before everyone became Instagram uh, celebrities or Facebook famous. This was like in 2000. So you really had to bring your expertise to the world and show that you were an expert at what you do. You have to show that you're an expert at what you do, not graphically, because that wasn't a thing, but really just understand who you are, what your brand is about. And working with Christian authors, speakers, those that are inspirational, motivational speakers, they have the heart to serve. They have a heart to do what they do. They're not really concerned about how to get media exposure. They're not really concerned about how to show up online. They didn't have to. They just had a gift. 
you know, Les Brown was on the cover of Speakers Magazine and, and even Kern Cherry, she was on the cover of Speakers Magazine and Becky Davis and Dr. Stacey N.C. Grant. All of these things over the last three years is how Speakers Magazine is, is really a part where you find that how does one really get above the noise? How do you cut above the noise? So as a career publicist, I know how you get above the noise. You really need to, to really get the press to say and sanction you as a third party endorsement. That's what the press does. A journalist, a producer, an editor, a publisher, they take your story. They make sure that you are seen, heard, and not to advertise, but that you are known. And the thing that I want to talk about today, giving you a little bit, PamPerryPR.com to find out about. And my blog is probably 15 years old, so there's a lot of good nuggets in there. But one of the main things, I just posted a blog uh, that did a rewind of the of the client, Thank You Real, that I said it was 10 years ago. Uh, and then also to a tribute to my godson, Azel, Azel Lockett, who uh, suddenly passed this week. And um, just really just understand that your motivation for doing any of this, any of this work in the world is love, is love. And if there's any other motivation other than that, it probably won't work. No matter how great your branding is, no matter how great you show up on TV, no matter how great you speak, talk or sing or write, the motivation has to be love. The motivation can be money, can be about how I'm going to scam somebody. It has to be integrity. I've been in business 20 years and have a good life and filled with peace because I do things with integrity and I only work with clients that have integrity. So I've quote unquote fired a few clients. I'm getting off the subject, but I've fired a few clients because they weren't in integrity. The media will know when you're not in integrity. They will know when something is fake. We only want to work with people who are real, who want to share something of interest to the world, something that's going to educate, someone that's going to make a difference, make an impact, leave a legacy. So what I'm going to talk about today is what the media really wants. What the media really wants. As a Emmy Award winning producer, worked for a television show here in Detroit. I've also been a producer for a Christian television uh, network here in Detroit. I have worked as a copywriter for a radio station, several radio stations. I have worked as a stringer for a major daily, Detroit Free Press. I've had two magazines besides Speakers Magazine. I had two magazines before that. I've strung for magazines. I have been pitched press kits up the kazoo. And it's a fun, media is a fun business. Television, radio, print, magazines, it's just all fun. And they get a lot of people wanting to get either on their show, on their front pages, in their magazines, on their covers. It's a lot. But what do they really want? So I'm going to give you the tea. Give you the tea. Like, what do they really want? What are they looking for? What is the anatomy of a story? What is the... Uh, what does an easy and professional guest look like? And how do you approach the media? What do you say? How do you find them? That's what people say. How do you find them? But even if you find them, even if someone gave you a list, an Excel list of the top 100 media outlets in the world, there is places that have that. 
there are a lot of places you can go to Cision and get that. There's a you can go to Muckrack. You can go to EIN. I mean, there's you can go to BlackNews.com. There are lists and lists of media to be found. They're not hiding. They're there. But what do you say to them? You know, you know them. They're there. You got the email. You can find them on Twitter. You can Facebook and DM. I mean, they're there. But it's not the fact that you have their name and their number or their email that you can now just pitch them and they're going to magically write about you or have have you on their television show or do a segment about you on their radio show. No, that's not that's not what this is about. Do you have a story worthy, newsworthy? There was a time when before social media, when people would say, well, is that Instagram worthy? Should you post that on Instagram? Is that Instagram worthy? People are more concerned about whether something is Instagram worthy or faith, Facebook, will it get enough quote unquote likes on Facebook versus is something newsworthy for the news, for a newspaper. So if I were to rattle off a list of newspapers for say someone who is local in Detroit, and this is like my Detroit media list, right? We got the Detroit News, the Detroit Free Press, Cranes, Detroit Business, we got Metro Pan, we got Black uh, Magazine, we have the news girls like M Live, WXYZ, Fox 2, WDIV, which are NBC, WJ, WWJ, WJR, WDT. You've got all these lists, right? And who goes where? Who, who goes where? What, where? what are you trying to do? You've got the black radio stations as well. And you also have Christian stations here. You've got the Word Network here. And you also have Impact Television here. You have TCT that is here. There's WGLB. There, there are shows on 910 Superstations. There's a ton of media out there. So what makes a good story? If you're a subject matter expert and you know something, you have to how do I say? You have to get in and fit in. You have to fit in where you can get in. So if you are an expert on health, mental health expert, then listening to stories that these reporters, journalists, and producers are putting through their news organizations, and you then submit yourself as a source. That's what you are. You're a source for them, a source of information, a source of an expert. If you're an author, that automatically gives you authority. Authors have authority about that. They've written a book about it. They can really, that's why I always encourage anyone who is a author to be a speaker and then a speaker to be an author. Those two work hand in hand. You are interviewed on television, radio, or podcasts about your book. I have so many examples of of those that um, from Valerie Burton to Michelle McKinney Hammond to uh, Marshawn Evans to, like I said, if I start naming names of different clients, but they were authors that spoke and they then could pitch themselves to the media as that subject matter expert. The person who could give them the source or the person who can fill in their story. Very rarely are the media looking for People who are just empty suits, right? Someone who just looks good, has a great bio and a picture. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to figure out what kind of things we can say nice about you because we like your picture and you have a nice bio. 
No, they're looking for a story. So the anatomy of the story basically comes to this. Who cares? How is it going to impact their audience? What will they learn? What are you saying different? And what is it that will make someone discuss it? Give it some kind of interest, intrigue. Not that you have to be totally uh, controversial, but it does have to be something that gives them some legs to write about. I'll give an example. There was a client that I'm working with, and she is a business owner, entrepreneur, but she also has a passion to be a speaker, but a speaker to empower women. Why? Because she is that woman. She is the I can lady. She has five children. She's been married 25 years. She owns a foster care agency, and she just recently uh, bought the block and is and has a construction company where she is going to renovate that area that is um, lower income area into some very nice housing units for those who can afford it to live with dignity because she knows what it's like for those who want to do better but can't because there's no resources available. She looked at the situation. She says, I can help with that. I can help with that. She's, I can lay, I can help with that. So that was the lead of the press release that we submitted. Now, it wasn't bragging on her, but just showing the story of how she came from where she was to the point and the pivot of the name of her book is I Can, and talks about her perseverance and how someone has to make a difference. So it's a really, media loves good stories. They love to show positive things going on. They love to show good human interest stories that have heart. And her story had art. Now, the, the thing that's the most important that the media likes, when you write a press release, I haven't pitched it, just write the press release. It needs to be under a thousand words, first of all. So brevity is key. That's why it's important to have someone like a professional publicist or a journalist to write the story because brevity is key. You're writing facts, you're not writing fluff. And then the other part is to make sure when you do the pitch that that's short. That's probably less than 200 words. It's less than 200 words. The pitch is an email pitch, really explaining to the media why this story is important to them. If it's Black Magazine, it's about Black people. So maybe we're going to do the little bit about why this would be important to your audience as Black. If it's to Crane's Detroit business, then why it's important for business. So you have to, I guess you would say, spin the story the way that media's audience is so that it's relevant for them. It takes a little bit of a, I guess you would say, it takes a little bit of a finesse to know how to do this. But I always say to start small and then grow big. You're not going to end up on Oprah or CNN right out the bat. You're going to take time to practice with the media, the lowest hanging fruit the local fruit, the local media in your area. Because you, you go with the media in your area first or the podcast or the online magazines first, then you work up. That is the wash, rinse, and repeat. I said it in a very high-level way. There's a lot more to it. I invite you to work with me in my Ready, Set, Go Speak program if you want to know how to actually do this specifically. Uh, what they're really looking for. This is just at atomy, atomy of a story. 
<laughs> the time is a story. My phone is ringing, so I'm a little bit distracted. Uh, but that is really the, the main thing is the story. So becoming a media consumer is a part of it. Knowing what makes a good story is because you're consuming media and you know, you're reading good magazines, you're reading time. You don't have to read them every day, but you're reading the magazines that you want to be in or the publications that you want to be in. And you know what they are looking for because you've read them. You've read them. You're looking at what they are putting out because now you can pitch it because you know it's in line with what they do. The media wants you to give them something that they can work with. They do. They really do. It makes their job easier. So what they're looking for, what makes an easy and professional guest? Someone who shows up on time. Someone who knows how to talk in sound bites. Someone who doesn't overtalk the interviewer. Someone who gives them the scoop, something that's different. Not spitting out subject matter experts, spitting out what every subject matter expert is spitting out, but you have something different, unique. You're a thought leader. So lead with some interesting thoughts. They're looking for something that is unique, wonderful, intriguing, impactful, inspiring, a good story. A good guest is one that is grateful, one that is thankful, one that says thank you, writes thank you, one that retreats their stories that is written about them or shares their their, their links with the media writes about them. They want someone to really dig in and be really grateful for that. They want uh, your guests to show up with great information so they don't have to dig for it. They don't have to dig for your picture. They don't have to dig for the bio. Make sure that your bio is in third person. Give it to them in third person. Don't give it to it in first person because now they've got to translate it. The I to them or I to she or I to he. And Okay, make sure that. Make sure that you have different levels of your bio, a short, medium, and long. That's always important. Because sometimes I just want a snippet of a bio. Make sure that you have a great headshot. It's great to have these great Instagram branding shots, but just a simple headshot is what they'll probably need first. All these other things are so extra and you don't need that. They ain't trying to find a full body shot sitting on the couch and, you know, just give me a headshot. Something that they can work with that is CNN ready, right? Or Oprah, just a headshot. We're not talking about you're trying to be a model. We just need a headshot of what you look like. And then if you want to go on television, please, as a guest, as a person that's a perfect guest, they can show their producer what you look like and sound like on television. So have a reel. Have a speaker reel. Have some kind of video of you so they know what you sound like. So that you're not saying a lot of ums, 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 ums. Because they don't know when they when you pitch them, you pitch them in an email and you pitch them the press release and you don't pitch them any video. They don't know how you're going to sound. So the television producer will be like, I don't know. Then they got to Google around and try to figure out if you get some video and then you get some video out here that's old, 10 years old and you looking crazy. So, you know, I'm just saying. You want to be the easy guest that they work with. Provides the press kit. Provides a press release. Provides the right pitch. Have the right photos. Make it easy for them so that they don't say no. They say, yes, come on in. You're professional. You're ready. She ready. She ready? Okay. The professional. Professional guest. 
Okay, don't don't go on there. She ready. That's not good. Then how do you approach them? How do you find them, first of all? List for 2021. Let's talk about where we want your marketing to go. All right. So just like you're going to have marketing of like, okay, I want to apply for some awards in 2021. Okay, find your awards. Hmm. I want to do so many magazines this year. I want to produce it, my own quarterly magazine. Okay, all right, put that down there. I want to uh, upgrade my lead magnet. I upgraded my lead magnet. I feel bad. I had my same lead magnet for about five years. So I finally upgraded my lead magnet. It's seven things that the medium wants you to have. They're the physical tools that they want you to have. So you can go to panperrypr.com and get that. Um, what are some of the things that, um, speaking gigs, where do you want to see yourself speaking this year? Write that down. Get your vision board together, right? Get your vision board together. Where do you see yourself speaking? What kind of webinars do you want to do? What kind of virtual stages do you want to be on? And then what type of networking events do you want to be in? What kind of groups do you want to be involved in? How about some of the Facebook groups if you ain't involved in them, okay? If you're not involved in them, I'm actually shutting some of mine down. This is just too much. Um, there, now there's Clubhouse. So make a list of what type of Facebook groups you want to network with. Make it five. Make it your fab five. And just be all in on that, all right? If it's if it's LinkedIn groups, then being all in it. Don't The, the more does not mean better. The more means more confusion, actually, because now you're just spreading all out. And this helps you with your media mindset, which is the last part. Like, how would you, where would you like to see yourself in media in 2021? Make a list. Make a list of your top 10. Make it 12. Just say, let's just do 12. It's 12 months in the year. So starting January through February, where do you want to be? Once a month, where do you want to be? And make a list and then go towards that list. Where do you find them? So like I said, if you're in a particular area, I always say start with your local first. Pull your local list together of the media that you want to be in. Once you have really conquered your local, then move to your regional or move to your online, which is a little bit more, you know, if it's some podcast or some video um, online streaming show that you want to be on, then make that list. And there's some national ones, some national publications, national newspapers, make, but you have to make the list and conquer one to another. And how do you find it? A lot of my media, because I've been in it so long, I know a lot of media people. So sometimes you can get into a program like Ready, Set, Go, Speak, where I will give you media contacts because, so, you know, you'll be perfect for that magazine. You'll be perfect for that television station. They're looking for a guest just like you. They're looking for a guest just like you. That's because I know that. So if you've been in it, you know the media. They know you. And they sometimes they call me and say, I'm looking for whatever. If I'm looking for this person, I'm looking for that one, like blackdoctor.org large platform. Obviously, they're looking for people who are health professionals, people who are therapists, and they're looking for people who also can talk about um, some mental challenges and things, grief and that sort of. So it's blackdoctor.org, a large one. I know the people who actually, you know, book people for those uh, podcasts, right? And they have a large website and they had, uh, they do a lot of um, things that have to do with the coronavirus on there. But People also have other things. They're not going to just talk about coronavirus on blackdoctor.org. They want to talk about other things. So you have to, like I said, you follow these things and you figure out what you can pitch. You 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 get in where you fit in. So you have to know how you fit in by actually following it. So knowing your media, how to really get involved in that um, 
Muckrack is one. I'm part of Muckrack. Um, they're blacknews.com. There's so many email services. And I will say this, and then I'm going to wrap up. These email services, be careful with them. I'm just going to say, just be careful with a lot of email. PR Newswire was like one of the first big uh, email uh, PR SEO uh, distribution services that was out there. It's, a, it's still a big one, PR Newswire. Now, people can go on PR Newswire, and yes, if your press release is good, it can be picked up, but mostly you're pitching to the media personally because you know the media. But then there are some places where I call content farms that may pick up a press release. When I say content farms, I don't mean in a negative sense, but they're just scouring for information to put on a website for NBC, ABC, CBS, and that sort of thing, even sometimes Yahoo. But, you know, AP, they're, they're looking for content. They're looking for good. So if the story is written well, it can be picked up. The same press release is written on all those sites. So don't be fooled when you say, oh, I was on ABC. And you see someone said, I was on ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever. No, they were on the website. The press release was reprinted on that website because they know there's a good story on the site that they have more traffic to go to the website. And it's always about traffic. So it's not that it was news and they were actually vetted by a producer or a journalist. It was a digital content type of situation where they were looking for content and it was put through on the wire and they picked it up and reprinted it. That's different from a story when a reporter calls you, interviews you and puts you on their platform. I'm just saying, as a publicist for about 30 years, it's a difference. So if someone says, I want to interview you on my show, I had Becky Davis, she was on the cover of a magazine for December, and she was contacted by Foxhole TV. And she was on, and it was a great streaming. The lady was a uh, former um, DJ, I'm not DJ, I guess you would say. She worked for Stevie Wonder in LA, and uh, she basically, Tammy Mack. Tammy Mack was a veteran reporter journalist. She brought them questions down to Becky and Becky was holding her own. That was a real interview because you, she pulled, a real journalist will pull those stories out of you as a subject matter expert. And she did. Now just having your press release reprinted is not the same thing. Don't get it twisted. Now it's a good start. It gives you some SEO juice, but don't get it twisted. Just having your those logos across your website does not mean that those journalists talk to you and they can click and get the story. It's a difference. So know that, yeah, you if you know four or five personally journalists, have conversations with them and ask them, what are you looking for? What kind of things, what kind of stories are you writing? What can I do to really position myself better so that you can, I can be a source for you? The keyboard is, I can be a source for you. They're not trying to promote you so that you get free advertising and you get free business because you're on their shows. That's not their job. Their job is to inform their audience. So just understand the mindset of an editor, a producer, a journalist, what they're looking for and match it with what you can give them. That's it. And I would say if you're an author or speaker, it should be easy for you. If if you have trouble or challenge of trying to figure that out, go to readysetgospeak.com. I can help with that and how to build your brand, how to build the platform. There's so many moving parts. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed because for me, 
I give an overview, an overarching view of the things that you need to do first, second, and third. And I'll say this, most people think they're more ready than they really are. And it's not a negative thing. I want you to be ready because you only have like one chance to really pitch the media. So it's like, I want to be on Oprah. I want to be on MSNBC. I want to be, I want Joy, Joy Reid. And I want all these people to talk to me. I want to be here and, you know, Matt Noir and the grill. Okay, well, you have Ron Martin and, you know, Ed Gordon. Yeah, I know all these people. But listen, boo, if I pitch you to them, you're not ready. They, you will probably never get to pitch them again because they will think you're not serious. So be ready. Be ready, be really ready, and then make the big splash. But it's going to take a minute to get ready. If you want to go on Ed Gordon's podcast, you just come out, can't come out the, the shoot, getting on, on there, or even Roland show. He's not trying to, you know, what, what are you offering? They also look at what other media you've been on. So that's why I say to start at a certain point with smaller ones, and they'll look and see how you're doing. And they're looking to see if this is really true or was this like a pay for play? Was this really vetted by a journalist or was this something that was something that they just did? So you start somewhere. You can leverage media begets media. I always say that. You start with a smaller one, smaller market, move up, next level, next level. Media begets and you become more confident and better too. And you'll know what pitches work. And which ones didn't? So the pitches at work, you'll keep repitching that same one. There's a lot of media. Like I said, there's media lists up the kazoo, but it really matters if you develop a relationship with the media or you have someone that can introduce you to start the relationship or on your behalf, recommend you so that you can start the relationship and get on their shows. So make a list, 2021, where would you like your media missions mentions to be this year. And, um, you know, really think about who cares? What's this story going to do? What difference will it make? Because if you can, if you can convince them that this is going to make a difference and that people will listen and watch or read, you got a good story. Good story. That's what it's about. Telling stories, not advertising, but telling a story. So I'm Pam Perry. And go to ReadySetGoSpeak.com. That's my membership community. It is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know that is in my little brain over the last 30 years. I will walk you through what you need to know. Can you take it? But can you take it? I'm telling you, it ain't easy, right? I'm not, I'm not going to be hyping you. I'm going to be helping you, okay? I'm not the hype girl. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going you gonna to get on Oprah. No, I'm going to help you get there. But it's going to take some work. And then go to PamPerryPR.com. That's my home. It has been for the last three decades or two decades or so. All righty. So thanks. And I will talk with you later. It's uh, Women on Fire. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.